Okay. Continuing, we left off last week that Vatera Kimisametsi Lalakasita, that Nami saw the Rus was making an effort, Misametsas, to go with her. So we explained what that meant. And Vatechta Ludaberelah, and she stopped trying to convince her out of coming with her. The truth is that just to add on one more Nakuda here, that Rus Amayavia here was doing a very big tikkun together by staying together with Naomi for her great-great-grandfather. Her great-great-grandfather was Light. And Light was, on some levels, a hush of a person. Um, but he had a lot of big chastrinus as well. And um, when Avram Avinu left Charon, Light came along with him. And Light came down to Mitzrayim with him. And Light kept his mouth shut when uh, Avram Avinu hit Sarah in the box. Um, but Lamaisa, Lamaisa, it, it sort of ended. And when they got to Eretz Canaan, as we know, the shepherds fought, and the light um, fought with Avram Avinu, so to speak. And then he said, um, Avram Avinu said, Listen, you have a choice. You go one way, I go the other way. And um, and he left him. And the light left Avram Avinu, and look where he went, ended up. He ended up in Stein and all these things. Even though in Stein he might have been a chash of a person, but he was, had his downfall from there. And um, his reason was because he left Avram Avinu. Because he left Avram Avinu. So, Vayipardu Ishmael Rashi says over there, it's, he's, if he said, I don't want you, I don't have anything to do with Hashem, he, uh, it was a very serious thing by leaving Avram Avinu. So, Rus is being in this by now Rus Dovkabo that even though Nami is trying to push her away go back go with your sister-in-law and your sister and your sister-in-law go back with them and she's trying to do the same thing that Avram told Light for different reasons and yet she refused to, stay, to leave she stayed with Nami she said I can't leave I'm of a Zyakrit as we said last week I can't leave the Kedusha Light had no problem leaving Avram Avinu so Mamela this was a, a Tikkun on the Chet of Light her great great grandfather so they went until they came to Beislechem so now we would think that Rus such mysterious nefesh to come to be Dovak Batayra we would think Chazal tell us Habalitar Messiah Naisai right now we should start seeing some unbelievable Kvitas Haderech Siyata Dishmaya all types of Ashkacha Pratis for Rus and yet the exact opposite seems to happen over here they come to Beis Lechem and Rashi says what happened all of a sudden everybody was at the gateways of Beis Lechem what are they all doing at the, outside the city so Rashi says because the wife of Boyaz died on that day and they all came to bury her. So they're pulling up, so to speak, to Beislechem. The entire city, all the women are there, the entire city is there. And all of a sudden, they start saying to themselves, they're all Vateyam Kala'ir. They couldn't believe what was going on. Vateymarna, is Nami? Is this Nami? Meaning to say, here, ten years before, this woman, she was a Chashiva lady, she was a rich lady, prestigious lady, and she left Eretz Yisrael, she left Beis Lechem, and now she comes back old, and she's poor, and everyone's saying, Hazais Nami, is this, is this Nami? And they're being Miramis, they were saying, that look what happens when you leave Eretz Yisrael. Look at Eretz Yisrael, you leave Eretz Yisrael, you go from the Nami that left Eretz Yisrael, to the Nami that's returning. So, so she tells them, Nami, don't call me Nami, means pleasant, 
because the Kaddish Baruch has made it very, very bitter for me I left full and I'm coming back empty so she gets up and she tells them basically you're 100% right she gets up a rabbi here in front of the whole city and she says you're 100% right I was wrong and because of that HaKadosh Baruch punished me and here I am and here I am today don't call me Nami call me Mara says the next pasuk after that exchange with the women so the pasuk says and Naomi and Rosa Maivia okay the side is milk <laughs> somewhere on the way it sounds like where the Tvila was exactly you have to know um, it's not clear. It sounds like it, yeah, yeah. Was it Naomi's choice to go out of her control? With Ellie Mellick. I mean, but Ellie Mellick was the, was the boss, no? Right, so someone asked me, one of the women asked me this last week also, like, how could we punish Naomi so much? She went with her husband, but I think she, she should have had a Vashba on him. She should have had a Vashba. She, 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 didn't, she didn't get punished like he did, right? Right? But she was able, she didn't get punished the same way. He died, her children died. But at the same time, she had to do two blood, she was massacred for them. He should share right to the battle, I guess there was a shikha time on her as well. So now, so what's this next, the next pasuk? And we're going to come back to this video in a moment. What's this next pasuk? After the thing, and Naomi and Ruth Samaivia, who's coming with her, return to Beit Lechem. I mean, how many times are they back? They're here already. So here we see a Maradik Kazakh, and that is like this. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, brought Rus to an unbelievable Nisayan to see where, how is her resolve here. We've been testing her the entire time. She's been tested. Does she want to stay? Does she not want to stay? Nami's pushing her away. She's still staying. She's still staying. So comes along there by Nisham and says, we're going to test your resolve. We're going to put you in an unbelievable Nisayan. Unbelievable Nisayan. Rebbe Zechran and Rebbe used to say, Mashal Amad Abedayman. You have a Rav comes with his Rebetzin, young couple to a little shtetl somewhere and say they, they open up a, a, you know, a little shul and they start building up a community and they open a school and a base and a base yanka wait there's going to hopefully it'll stop starting from all very soon um, they, open, they open up a base yanka and they build up this whole city 20, 30 years the Rav is mamish he's the idol of the entire town and it's unbelievable he built up the whole place Kitzer, he's 50, 60 years old, he's been there 30, 40 years, he gets up one year, Kol Nidre, right after Kol Nidre, to Kippur by night, and he gets up and he says, Rabbi Sai, I have to tell you all something, 40, 40 years, I've been building up this city, but you should know, we've raised a lot of money, we've collected a lot of money, but Chatasi Avisi Pashati, about sixty percent of the money I hid away in the Cayman Islands, and then millions of dollars I have in the Swiss Alps and the Swiss, in the Swiss bank accounts, and etc. 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 Chatasi Avisi Pashati, I ask you Mechila, and Imamish goes on a whole uh, vidui. 
What's going to happen the next morning for Shacharit as they're waiting for the Shir HaKavit in the morning? Think there's going to be a minion? Everyone's say, oh wow, oh, Arav. He's unbelievable, Arav. Look at him. Not only the Pshat is, not only Pshat is, he built up the city, but he did something wrong. He was able to get up in front of 300 people on Yom Kippur and be Mitzvahdeh. It's wonderful to go out and that. But I'll have minion the next morning. But the other shows will be looking for seats. They'll be looking and bringing the folding chairs to the other shows. And that's what happened over here with Naomi. What happened with Naomi? Naomi is coming along. She's Rus's Rebbe. She's teaching her Torah. She teaches her everything. And it comes over here. She comes to Beis Lechem Yehuda. And the women come here and start chaperoning. Now they didn't mean it in a bad way. The women, you know how it is. One person says, hey, is that Naomi? You know, and slowly it ripples through the crowd. All of a sudden, everybody's saying, Hazois Naomi? Hazois Naomi? You know, so Rus is standing there. This is her bruchim haboim to Yiddishkeit. Don't forget, this is her bruchim haboim. She knows from nothing. She went to the base Yaakov of Moyov, right, where there were no other Jews but her and her sister, and her sister already went off to Dara. Finished, she's done. She's off. So there's left her and the principal, her rep is coming back. Is her bruchim haboim. What? Base load. Base, whatever, right. So, well, no, she learned Tyra there. So you say, Mamish base light. So she, she did. So now, well, see one second. I think I remember learning in school that there's something about not being Mavayish people, Barabim. What's going on over here? And Almana on top of it, you know? She took out her seminary notes. And she said, what's going on over here? This is Kalayitra? What's going on over here? And then she looks, how's her teacher going to react? What do you mean? She expects her to get up and say, oh, women, is this how you treat a guest? A Giyayris is coming, I'm coming, and Almana. And no, she gets up here, and she says, Chatasi, Avizi, Bajati, in front of the whole place. She says, you're right. You're all right. I'm wrong. I did everything wrong. Rush should have looked over here and said, one second, what is going on over here? I'm out of here. We'll find somebody else. This was an Isaiah and HaKadosh Baruch who wanted to see does she really have that resolve not just to say with you this, but remember we started off saying she had a bikush for MS and when you have a bikush for MS sometimes it's very uncomfortable for the bikush for MS and she had a bikush for MS and her rabbit said and her rabbit got up over here and was misvad in front of everybody and what does the next pasuk say? She stayed she returned. She didn't go back home. Why is it after this Psokim before? Because even after Rub Nami gets up and says this whole visa and says, Don't call me Nami, call me Mara and everything. She stayed with her. So Maridik and Isayan, HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought to Rus. And the Mela, she was Ayme bin Now you'll say, but okay, but what happened to Abolatar Messiah? And I say, I mean, come on. But the truth is, if we look at this very clearly, the Abolatar Messiah, and I say, had already begun. Because we know that what happened over here, and the moment that they came, um, that day was the uh, Leviah of, of Baez's wife, and she's the Zivug for for Bayez. Rus is going to be the Zivik for Bayez. So the minute she comes back, her Zivik is already waiting for her. It's unbelievable Ashkacha. Rebbe, the ones in the Shir, he didn't write it in the Sefer, they didn't write it over. Once in the Shir, he said, you can imagine that when Rus said, Hamavis Yafrid however many days ago it was, back in the Midbar on the way, she said, I'm coming. Already, that's when Rus is, uh, when Bayez's wife also took sick. 
You know, the Hashkoch already started earlier. We didn't see it. We're waiting to see this whole big, like, salvation coming. The Avalotar Messiah Messiah began already, and it's standing here the minute she's ready to walk in, and the Messiah is here for her. Her Yeshua is waiting for her right here. The Avalotar is here. Sometimes we don't see it clearly, but the Rabbi Shalom is running the show over here. And we'll see later as well also, she had a lot of siyata dishmaya. So that is the end of Tarek This was the first harvest in ten years. They came at the beginning of the barley harvest. As we know, barley is the first thing to ripen. That's why the oimer comes from the barley, because that's the first ripe thing that it ripens the quickest. And this is the beginning of the season. So now we move on to Tarek base. So Rus is back. So you have to have Akdama to Parag Beis. Akdama to Parag Beis is as follows. The Rambam tells us, Nuchaz Deus, a very famous Rambam, Derech Riyasa Shaladam Lias Nimshach, the Deyosav of Mahasav Achareya Vachaverov, Medinase. The Rambam tells us that a person is affected by his surroundings. The Derech, the creation of a person, Derech Riyasa Shaladam is, because Baruch created a person that he is Nimshach, whether it's in his Deus, in what he believes, in what he holds, and his actions after the people around him. And he goes, whether it's his friends, the Rambam says, whether it's his Medina, and therefore the Rambam says that a person, therefore, should make sure to stay with good people. Be with good people, and you'll end up doing good things, you'll end up becoming a good person. Stay away from Hashem, because you end up having, they have an influence on a person. They have an influence on a person. Um, So, and then the famous Rambam says that if, if you can't find a place, go lock yourself up in the midbar and and stay away from people. That's number one. Now, <coughs> the um, if that's true, so we have to remember that where Rus came from, Rus was a Mayavia. Rus was a Mayavia. Now, she obviously was Mushba from the Sviva around her. That's number one. So she's coming to get out of that. She was Misametes with all her Gvura. She was someone who was able to stand strong and find her way with Yiddishkeit. We have to remember also that Rus came from the base Hamathus of Moev. She's from the royal family. In every nation, as we said a different time, there is Kaychas Hatoma there. And the Makar HaToma, or the Shairish, the root of all the Toma of that nation, is always going to be in the Beis HaMalchus. So Rus, coming from the Beis HaMalchus, she is in the place where it's the strongest Makar HaToma of Moyev. Now, we're going to see later on that there are two main Averis that the Rambam tells us that every generation and every place has problems with. One of them is Gezel, and one of them is Arias. And as we're going to see, just, this just, we're not going to go into the details now, we're going to see Mayav has a lot of these problems. Arias, for sure, as we know, Mayav, uh, Benais Light, okay, that started with the Benais Light, already started with Arias. And as we're going to see as well, Kalai Yisrael themselves in this Kufa weren't so um, strong in the idea of Gezel. And we'll see all of these ideas because you have to remember also we'll be Melamed and we'll get into the details a little later. It was the first time that they had any food after a famine. So in Medela, there were a lot of coolest that were going around the streets of what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. And Darak Shaladam is to be Nimshach Achar Srivaisa. So that's the Akdama over here that um, 
that that it's a parak base. So now let's start the parak. So <coughs> the pasuk says, "Latayma rus hamayavi al nami yochana atzada valakta vashibole machashem tzachem beina vatayma lo lechibiti." We ended off. It's the beginning. We're starting here at the beginning of the Ktsiras Sa'irim. Rus and Naomi seem to be sitting at home. They don't have a lot to eat. They don't have a lot. Whatever it is, Rus is Naomi is continuing to teach Rus Taira. And there comes a point that they are now enough of Aniyim that they're allowed to take Leket Shechantea. They're allowed to take Matnas Aniyim. They're allowed to go out in the fields and get all the things that the Torah allows Aniyim to get. Leket is if you have two stalks fall from when you're cutting down, so then the Ani gets to take that. Three stalks the Balabais could pick up. Shikha, if he forgets one or two things, again it belongs to the Ani. Peya, the end of the field. These are the Matnas Aniyim. So, Rus Amayavia finally turns to Nami and says, Maybe you'll let me go and collect in the field and I'll uh, be able to have some food for us. Which is an unbelievable thing to first understand over here. Because it sounds like if Nami wouldn't have given her Rishos, she wants to go on. She asks permission, right? You know, you're in yeshiva, you're in yeshiva, and you want to go to chasana. So you have two choices. You either leave without rishos, or you try to get rishos. It's much easier to leave without rishos. They have to hack uh, how they related to you. It's you know, third cousin twice removed. You know, Rishmo once told somebody, Rishmo Kamenetsky, I don't know, if you'd be in bed, you'd be kashalayed, the two of you, he said. So uh, why do you even have to go to the chasana? But okay. But Naomi, I mean, Ruth over here was a good student of Naomi, and she asked rishos to go, which is a, uh, which is is a chashiva thing because she's starving she's poor these are nisyainas what do you mean? let me uh, ask for shus no l'chibiti she says to go and what happened if Nami would have told her that he can't go it's not a good time who knows what, have ha- what would have happened but she's telling her to go now when she tells her to go it's very clear Rus doesn't make a move without Nami as we see and we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more as well and um, she must have taught her Hilchus Mat she told her the halachas of what you're allowed to take and what you're not allowed to take it's not a free world over here number one number two she taught her Tzniyas as we know we learned from Rus Tzniyas the way she bent down to pick up the things she didn't bend over she, she crouched down she taught her all of the things she's going to need to go out and collect in the field now she also told her that this is the first time that there's going to be collections in years. There's going to be a lot of people collecting. There are a lot of groups of people collecting. There might even be Gayim there. The halacha is, we let Gayim, the Mishnayas in, in, uh, in, in, uh, in Zeroim, we let Gayim as well, they take Leka, Chicha, and Peya, but we're not going to throw them out. We want to make sure that there's no fights. So there's a lot of things. So she gave her all different types of instructions in order to survive Beruchnias going out here. So says the Pasuk, Vatelech, and she went, Vatavai, and she came. And she collected in the field after those who are harvesting, because the Aniyim would follow the harvesters to see if they dropped anything. And it happened to be, it's like happened, Mikra, which is a coincidence, she ended up in the field of Boyaz Mimishvachas Alimelech. So now, Chazal have a big problem over here. It says, she went and she came and she collected. Shouldn't it be she went, she collected, and she came? Well, she went, she came, and she collected. So there's three terutim on this pasuk. Rashi tells us, it means to say that she was nervous. She was nervous, it's just big gigantic fields, already, many of them are outside of the city. She was afraid 
that um, if she's going to go to the end of the field collecting, she's not going to be able to find her way back. Whether it meant she's just nervous about the dark and she's nervous about people stealing, whether she's nervous about sneers, about sakana, she was nervous that she's going to get to the other end and she's not going to know how to get back. So she decided to be a chacham and she said, I'm going to leave little breadcrumbs for myself. So vatelech means she went and she put simonim, says Rashi, on the entire path to the other end of the field. Vatavai, she came back and then she went and she started. She set everything up. She was a chacham arayas hanaylat. She didn't wait for things to happen. So she set up for herself simonim that she'll be able to make it back. So she, came, she went there. She came back. She started from the beginning and then she followed the kaitra. So that's Rashi's chart. Number one. The Gemara and Shabbos tells us in Kufir Gimel, Om Rebel Azar, Shaholcha Ubas, Holcha Ubas, Hashemotza Bnei Adam, Hamugonim Leilechimah. Vatelech Vatavi means as follows. She went to the entrance of the field and there was a group beginning. There was a group beginning. So she said, okay, I'll go along with this group. Vatelech. She starts going along with the group and all of a sudden in the middle of the group she sees it's not such a good Ashba for her. They're saying, uh, you know what? Why do we only take two? Let's take three. Come on, what's the big deal? The Balabas is going to notice one other one were they're schmoozing around with the kitesrim over there the kitesrim weren't the highest class of people and they, they were schmoozing around with them and it wasn't so sneered so Vatavish says okay this group's not for me it's not for me Vatavish she came back let me find another group she found another group Vatavish she went a little bit also wasn't her Vatavish this happened over and over and over again till she finally found the proper group for herself she probably wasted half a day three quarters of a day finding the right group for herself finally she found the right group then Okay, now she finally gone. That means Rus was not ready to give up an iota and the Ashba Haruchnius around her. If she's going to be in a group, it makes no difference. If she's starving, it makes no difference. She's wasting her day. This is not for her. She's not here. That is the, the Gemara and Shabbos. The Gain tells us another Pshat. The Gain tells us that Rus was showing an unbelievable Chachma here. Why? Because Ruth came to the field and she said, what's going on over here? I'm going to start collecting, collecting, collecting. I'm going to get to the other end of the field and I'm going to have this heavy load and I have to walk all the way back with my heavy load. Doesn't make any sense. She came up with a nine fell no one ever thought of. She went all the way to the other end of the field and that's where she started. And from there she worked her way back so that by the time she'll get back to the front of the field, she'll have a full, she'll have a, she'll, she'll, she won't have to carry it. Once it's full, she's already at, at uh, the front of the field. So that's Vatelech, Vatovay Vatelake. She went, and then on the way back is when she was being Malaki. So Rebbe Zechariah Lebrach used to say, what's going wide? I understand. Sakana, she's showing us that she doesn't want to be the Sakana. Whether it was Sakana Ruchmias, Sakana Gashmias, out in the dark field, there's Yichud problems. She wants to have a way to make sure she doesn't get lost in the field, she's coming back. I understand that. The second shot, I understand. You want to show me her from kite? I understand that. You want to show me she's a Chachama, she has Chachma? Are you looking for a Shidduch for us? I mean, what, what do, I mean, she's looking for one, but she, by the time we're reading this, she's long married, she's finished. Well, what do we need to know that she was smart? So she came up with a kunt, and I found nobody ever thought of. Wonderful, beautiful. So what do we need to know that for? So he says this, fellows. He says the Maritikavat. He says that you know something? Someone could have come along here and said, you know this Rus, 
she's uh, very far from the girl, very far from the girl. She doesn't have a lot of seichel, you know. So she finds the Rebbe, who teaches her everything, follows her blindly, you know. She's all up in the stars, coming back from seminary, and she doesn't really think straight. And now, look, 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 look how far from she is. She's starving. She had to ask her teacher, Rishos, to go collect in the field. What is she, Meshuggah? I mean, this lady clearly doesn't have a lot of seichel. It's very nice. She's from, she's a Giyaris. But come on, should we be Nispal from her? We're supposed to be Nispal that she became a Giyaris? Maybe she was just like all starry-eyed about the whole Ruchnius type of thing. doesn't mean that she's really anything special. So the girl comes along and says, no, don't make that mistake. The Navi comes along and tells her she was an unbelievable, brilliant lady. She was brilliant. She came along and she, in a moment, shot stuff a whole place and says, I have an Einfeld that nobody ever thought of anymore. I have an invention nobody ever thought of. She was an unbelievable Kachama. And yet, still, when it came to the Torah, when it came to the Ruchnius, she didn't act with her Chachma. She acted in it a different way. She subjugated herself to her Rebbe, to her Torah. Why? Because she knew that her Chachma is not all it. And, and he said Pshat as follows. The Gemara tells us, and we've said this Gemara Shavu's time, the Gemara tells us that there was a Tztuki who once saw, the Gemara Shabbos, a Tztuki once saw a Rabbah. He was so orangutan in his learning, he was so deep in his learning that he was sitting on his fingers and... Um, and they, were, and they were bleeding. He was stomping on them. He was smashing his fingers. And he didn't even realize he was in a different world. So the, the, uh, the, uh, the Tztuki looks at him and says, I'm a Paziza. You're a, you're a hurried, a hasty nation that you put your mouths before your ears. And look at you. You're still doing crazy things. You're still doing things that make no sense. He says, why? Because you said, Nasa v'nishma. You said, we'll do before we hear. That means, you said you're going to do it, you put your mouth and you accepted to do it before you heard the details. That's not what you're supposed to do. First you've got to hear your details, then you can accept it. So Rabbi, so, so Rabbi told him something very important. And Rabbi told him the key was, Anandis Haginam Musa. We went with the following Pasuk. Tumas Yisharim Tamchem. Tumas Yisharim Tamchem. So Rashi says a pshat there. Maybe Shavuot's time we'll talk about Rashi's pshat. But the Gain says as follows. The Gain says on that pasuk, there's a difference between someone who's a Yashar and someone who's a Tam or a Tamim. A Yashar, says the Gra, is a person who is a smart person and with his Seichel, he's able to be able to shtai, to grow, to think of new ideas, to, to think of new chidushim. That's a Yashar. A Tamim is a person who doesn't use his mind. Whatever they tell me to do, very simple person, tell me to do, I do it. So says the Gra. A Tamim on his own will do everything he's supposed to, but he's never going to get very far. If you can't on your own think of ways to shtag and to grow and think of things, if you're not going to be able to propel yourself with your Seichel, you'll do what you're supposed to. They tell me to do it, I do it. But you're never going to reach great heights. The Yashar, on the other hand, has a problem. When a person uses his own seichel, who knows where he could end up? You could start using and start mimichadish all new ideas in Torah and all different types of things. A person could end up totally off the, off the, off the beaten track. He could fall off the deep end. So there's a, there's a 
There's a sakana to both of them. So Zakti Gra, Tumas Yasharim Tamchem. A Yashar is supposed to be a Yashar and use his seichel. But then when it comes to a point where either he's not sure what to do, he doesn't understand why to do it, instead of using his seichel to continue, then his Tamimus overcomes his Yashras. Then he says, one second, if the Torah says to do it, I don't do it. What do you mean? You have all Chidushim, why you don't have to eat kosher anymore? Why don't you eat Shabbos anymore? It's wonderful in all my Chidushim. But too much Yisharim. From that, I, I, I follow the Torah blindly. I use my Yashar in Torah to make sure I grow. But once it starts coming, can I get the Torah? So then my Tzmimus takes over. Tumas Yisharim Tamchem. So the Gura said, if you see a Yashar who's reached reach great heights in Abaydus Hashem and remain loyal to Torah, you should know because his Tzmimus overcame his Yashras. His Yerushamayim, his Tzmimus, that he says this is the right thing to do overcame his own chachma and his own seichel. And that's what Rava told the Tzuki. We were macabre the Torah without any shilas. That doesn't mean we're foolish people. You think I'm a foolish person? That's why I'm stomping on my fingers because I'm foolish because I have tmimas and I just follow things blindly and I don't know how to think for myself. No. We're big yesharim. But when it comes to a point we have trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and if he says this is what we do our tmimas overcomes our yashras. And that's the same lesson over here with Rus. Rus, you could have thought, was just a Tamim. She's just uh, a Lamela. She finds, follows wherever it's glorious. Whatever they tell her to do, she says to do it. She, she does it. They tell her to jump, she says, how high? Comes along the ground and says, no, she was a Grace Chachama, Rus. She had Grace Chachma. Yet, when it came to Taira, her Yash, her Tzmimus, her Tzmimus was her Yerushamayim, was even greater than her Yashras, was even greater than her Pichas. And therefore, now when we look at this picture of who Rus was, Adarabah, now we could respect her with all her Chachman, with everything that she had, and all her Kuntim that she could come up with. No, when it came to, is this the right thing to do? She followed the Yerushamayim, she followed the Tzmimus. So now, we have this Chachama Rus, so she has Grace Chachma. But at the same time, as we see, she's doing what may be foolish to us. Are you crazy? You're going to waste your time putting up Simonim? Go all the way, you know how much time you're wasting to get to the other end of the field? Why? Because you're nervous that maybe it'll get dark out there and you'll be Ayran it'll be a little dangerous. You'll figure it out when you get there. You're wasting time. There's food to be picked up. If you don't pick it up, somebody else is going to take it. You're going to starve. Your mother-in-law is going to starve. Now's not the time to be Bitsimus. Now's not, not the time. Now's time to use your cycle. Now's time to use your cycle. Be smart now. No, she hurts me. This is not what's supposed to be done. It's not right. I'm not doing it. Next, he found a group. So they're not a hundred percent sneers for you. They're not a hundred percent didactic bahalaka. Okay, so they're a little bit too chummy with the kite strip. Okay, big deal. Put earplugs in your ears. You won't have to handle with them so much. But Lamaisi, you're wasting your day. How many groups are you going to give up? Rus, this is the situation. Make peace with it. There's no one you're going to find. And that's it. You're wasting your day. And that's it. You get to Chaitza. Everybody else is doing okay. You know, your reporter will be watching her and say, listen, everybody else found the group. You can't. You're so far from, you can't find the group. This is not time to be far from to us. Use your Chachma. You're a brilliant girl. Figure out what to do. But she did it. And she wasted her day, half a day, three quarters of the day, in her Tzmimos. In her tzmimus. And what happens? Did she lose out from it? Adarabah. After all her tzmimus, it happened to be she ended up by 
Bechalka, Avaya, Hashem, Mishpacha, Sali Melech. And Boyaz, as we're going to see, we're not going to see today, but Boyaz is going to eventually give her free reign. She's going to give her free reign. In other words, he's going to tell his Kaitrim, she's not Meshubitamat Nasaniyim. She can take whatever she wants. Let her take what she wants. This happens later in the story. Take whatever she wants. So she thought, what everyone else thought, that she's losing out so much by sticking to her ideals. Not because she was a foolish girl. She was brilliant at the same time, but she stood strong with her ideals with such tmima. You say, look what she lost out. She wasted so much. And the opposite is true. If you stand strong, she gained more than anybody else. Everybody else walked up with little sacks of stuff. And she's going to come home with big, big bundles. She's going to come home. Why? Because she had the special siyata dishmaya because of Tumas Yisharim Tamchei. Because she went with the Tzmimus. Because she wasn't willing to, to give up an iota from what the halacha says, whether it's an Hilchus Gezer or it's Hilchus Matnas Aniyim. She wasn't willing to give it up in Iota. So one more pasuk. Boyaz comes from Beis Lechem, comes to his field, and he says to his harvesters, Hashem imachem. The Gemara says over here, Araya, that you ask, if you use the Shem Hashem, to ask to say Shalom Aleichem to a person, it's not a problem of mentioning it, Levatala, and they answered him back, Yivarecha Hashem. What's this exchange here? This exchange is a very important Yisai B'chah. And that is, we know that there's only one bracha that's Min HaTayra. That everyone agrees with Minatayra. That's Birchas Hamazan. Birchas Hatayra is a machlekes rishayim. If it's a, if it's Minatayra or not. Birchas Hamazan is the only bracha that we have Minatayra. The Rabbanon came along and made all types of other brachas. What's the pshat that Birchas Hatayra is taka midayray? So what the Tyra, What was the Tyra trying to tell us? So Tyra says v'chalta v'savata v'irachta. Why? Because the Yitzhara, the Satan strikes at a person when he's most vulnerable. And the Pasuk tells us in Parshas Ekev that a person might forget HaKadosh Baruch Hu and he's going to say I'm the one, my strength is what earned everything that, I, that I've made. And the Pasuk says You're going to eat, you're going to become full, you're going to build houses, you're going to have a lot of gold, you're going to have a lot of silver. And then you're going to say When you're satiated and you're full, when you have everything that you need, the Satan comes and says, oh, now I'm going to make you forget about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu say? I have the antidote to that. I have the antidote. When you're most vulnerable to the Eitzahara, say Birchaz Hamazan, that who's the one who gave me the food? Hazan HaSalem Kula B'Tuvay. Before you start eating, you don't have to make a bracha midday raisa. When you're hungry, everybody remembers Hashem when they're hungry. You don't have to worry about that. The Satan's not going to go say, hey, listen, you're hungry, this is your fault. Hey, my fault. Satan's not there then. When you're full, you're satiated, ah, all of a sudden, that's when the Satan comes. Comes along the tyrant and says, I have the antidote to that. The antidote is to be Mubarakh Hashem. Whenever you're most vulnerable to the Satan making you forget a that's when a person has to you do things to remember HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's really why Chazal came along and started making all these types of brachas. Because they didn't have uh, any, uh, any confidence in us. We're going to forget Hashem when we're hungry. We're going to forget Hashem when we're full. We're going to always be forgetting Hashem. We always constantly have to remember HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why we think 100 brachas a day. Remember Hashem 100 times a day. And the truth is, the Rambam, the Rambam, when he writes about this, about Hilchas Brachas, he says, the Rabbanan made many brachas, 
There's certain brachas that we praise Hashem, certain brachas we ask Hashem for things. The brachas were enacted that should we constantly remember Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and He says it again. Therefore, says the and then the end. The Rambam says, very famous Rambam. A person always has to be tzayak al ha'asid, has to cry and daven to Hashem for the future. Bi'vakish rachamim, bi'itein ha'yedaya amasha avar. Thank Hashem for the past. And he says, v'chohamar belohaevides es Hashem. Anyone with marbe sounds like the Haggadah already. V'chohamar belohaevides es Hashem. Ule shab chay tamid harezem shuvach. Very similar Lasha. So, oh, that's a good question, because the Gemara says the other way around, by the way. Yeah, Rabbi Heinz said it has a whole shtickle on it. Uh, he says a few times, we're out of it. First, thank Hashem, then you ask. And the Gemara says it first, you, the Eilam a person should be, should be, should be, should be, um, should be, um, the Rambam switched it around. It's a good caster. There's a big shiloh. Why? I don't remember what Rabbi Heinz said it says, but I know he has a whole shtickle a few times, the shtickle from it. So, but Rabbi Rebbe Rebbe said, where did the Rambam get this from? Where did the Rambam get that there's a concept of marvel I should find ways to be Meshavayach HaKadosh Baruch So he said a very interesting thing. He says, you find this a few times in the Gemara. The Gemara says, um, the Gemara says in Brachas, if you see a rainbow, you have to make a bracha. What bracha? So the first Mandamar says, Zaycher Habris. Second Mandamar says, Neman Bivisay So comes along Rav and says, you know what? We'll say both of them. What do you mean? I mean, there's a machlekes here. Why are you saying both of them? Same thing with Birchas Atayra. Or actually, first by, by Asher Yatsar. One man, Dharma says, Reizei Chobasar. The other man says, Machilates. So after Papa again, it's always our Papa. Let's say both of them. Um, you find it by Geshamim. You find it by Brachas. One says, Lasek Bidivay Saira. One says, Vaharivna. We're going to say them all. Where, where did this come from? You see from this Gemara, from Ma'am that the more you're marbid, there's an Indian. Hilkach Neymel Tarvayu. If we have two things to praise Hashem, we'll say them both. We have three things. The more we could say, obviously there's better. That's the aside of that Gemara. Ha'marbid lo'hoides ha'reizem eshubah. Why? As the Rambam says. Because the more you could remember HaKadosh Baruch Hu throughout your day, the more successful you'll be. If you are going to remember HaKadosh Baruch Hu, ha'marbid lo'hoides, you find ways to constantly remember HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you'll be saved from the Eitzahara, you'll be remembering him Tamid. And the truth is the Gra writes that if a person has Bitochen in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's what these brachas, well, the more you remember HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the more Bitochen you have in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, says the Gra the more Bitochen you have, the more Ashkoch HaPratis you have in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They go hand in hand the Gemara, the, 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 the guy learns Pshad in a Gemara. The more Bitochen you have, the more Ashkoch HaPratis you have. The more you talk about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you remember HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you live with that the more successful you are. And therefore, Bayaz comes, we're at the harvest. The harvest time is the time susceptible that a person can say, We have plowed, we have planted, we have irrigated, we've taken care of everything. This is the time, and this is why there's mitzvahs of Lekat, Chikram, Meshachach, Malasis, Parsha talks about a few times. HaKadosh Baruch wants us to constantly remember him. And especially when we're most susceptible, when you're taking him 
the harvest. Oh, look what I did. What does he come along and he tells the Kaitrim Bayaz? Yivarechicho Hashem. Blessed is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And they have to answer him. Yivarechicho Hashem. Or he said Hashem Imachem. And they said Yivarechicho Hashem. There was a back and forth. He was teaching them. Right now we have to bench HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is Birchat HaMazan here. We're so susceptible at this moment. Hashem Imachem. Not enough that he tells it to them. He wants them to say it themselves. Yivarechicho Hashem. This was... Boyaz coming to teach them that we have to remember who gave us our success have bitachon and HaKadosh Baruch because if we have bitachon we'll continue to be successful we'll have that Ashkocha process and that's the lesson over here that Boyaz was teaching when he came into the field and Ben continue next week